The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. With seven, Dosumu, top of the key, driving, pull up from 15, it's good! He got it! With point five on the clock, and Io Dosumu has put Illinois ahead again! Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look, an in-depth preview of today's contest. Here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for fighting Illini basketball. Dosumu against the man to man. Pass inside Kofi. And the finish. He slams it in. Dribbles into the paint. Off balance shot blocked by Kofi Coburn. Out of there with it, Dosumu to the basket. Lay it up. Top Dosumu, right wing, right corner, Frazier for the lead, and he buried it from the deep right corner. Now, from our Illini game day studios in Champaign, here's your host, Scott Beatty. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome in to Fighting Illini Basketball, the Illini today in the Eastern Time Zone against the Penn State Nittany Lions to take on the number nine ranked Penn State squad and perhaps the hottest team in the Big Ten right now as they have won eight in a row. The Illini trying to stop a four-game losing skid right now and stay firmly in the seeding, projected seedings for the NCAA tournament. How you doing, everybody? I'm Scott Beatty alongside Lauren Tate. Illinois, 16 and 9 overall, 8 and 6 in the conference. Penn State is 20 and 5 and 10 and 4. Their most recent win over Northwestern, 77 to 61. The Illini fell on Saturday to Rutgers, 72 to. 57. The unanswered question remains, will Io DeSumo play today, Lauren Tate? And so far, the answer is we don't know. He has been listed as day-to-day. I can tell you the feeling, the picked-up vibe, but nothing uh, explicit was said uh, yesterday, but just kind of the reading the body language is more that he wouldn't play. But we really don't know, and I, I would be speculating anything beyond that. Yeah, I, I, certainly uh, he's the key to the team. We know that, and and uh, Illinois will be a big underdog if he doesn't play, and there'll be a big underdog. There'll be a six-and-a-half-point underdog at least if he does play. So uh, it's just one of those games where you just you need something very special to happen, not only defense, but the line I have to start making shots. They, they took the season-high 28 three-point shots against Rutgers out there, and that was Saturday, and – Made eight, which is is about what they're doing. I mean, they're that's below thirty percent. They're just barely up over thirty percent in for the season thirty one, I believe, and um, that just doesn't cut it. I mean, that doesn't win games. You've got teams shooting a lot better, and in fact, Illinois is around two hundred and ninety out of three hundred and fifty schools in terms of three point shooting for the season. That's not good, and particularly when the game has become a guards game and the guards shoot threes. 
the talking points yesterday were about needing to improve on defense, and that's true. The Illini haven't played as well defensively, but Ron Harper Jr. had a career-type night on on Saturday. But you look at just the basic metrics of points allowed versus points scored. Illinois is one of the best defensive teams right now in league play, but they're one of the worst scoring teams in yep. league play. At some point, you have to get something going to get the ball go in the basket like you said and it's not well, just outside shots it's the, it's the touchdown low as well well uh, Georgie didn't start the last game for the first time ever and maybe he won't start today but uh, when you start uh, Georgie and Williams both uh, you've got two players that are that the other teams simply aren't don't respect on the on the perimeter and allows them to really double up on people like uh, Fraser, who is a good shooter, but can't get good, he can't get many shots, and when he and, and he's hit, he's had a kind of a slump here. I think it's the pressure of getting shots that leads him to not shoot as well. Trent Fraser spoke about shooting yesterday. Uh, not really, you know, like um, I me. beg your pardon, that is the wrong cut. We'll uh, bring you that here. Um, I love the shots I'm getting. I just got to be man up, man up, and make them. So there's nothing else that I can do that'll help the ball go in besides me. So the um, only thing I'm going to do is continue to get better and continue to shoot a 1,000 balls every day, and I, it will, I will reward myself. So Trent Frazier had a woeful shooting night against Rutgers, and now the Illini are in a place that at one point was kind of cavernous and sleepy for teams there on the road. It's quite the opposite. It's just as loud as any other arena right now in the Big Ten. Well, it's, it's I'm kind of happy to see Penn State come out of the – fog that they've been in for many years. Pat Chambers, you know, could have been fired two, three, four years ago. Their uh, unhappiness with him, but they, the pressure, its not. this is not Indiana University where the pressure is really high, <laughs> uh, hard on, on uh, Archie uh, M- Miller right now. Uh, if uh, You just can't go many years with bad basketball at Indiana. Penn State's had bad basketball for many years, although they've been punishing Illinois six in a row. Mm-hmm. And I remember two years ago when they came in here and I thought, boy, this there's more talent here than than I expected. I mean, they were more physical, they were more athletic than Illinois, and now they've got a center in Watkins who, uh, for two years now, Underwood has continually said he's the best defensive center in the Big Ten, and I, and and he'll be going up against Kofi in this ball game. And Kofi has had ten double doubles, and he he's a uh, He's been very good at that, but in the last game at Rutgers, he had eight and seven. He had eight points and seven rebounds real early in the game when it was 24-23, and from the rest of that game, he finished 10 and 10. So he only had one field goal the rest of the way and just a few rebounds. So I don't know whether he's wearing down, whether he's hit a wall, or maybe just the way people are covering him. He does get a lot of double teams, and he will get a lot of double teams today. And Mike Watkins leads all college basketball players currently playing in career blocked shots. The Illini will have their hands full. We will go out to State College when we return. Doug Altenberger standing by. He'll be on the radio call. We're off and running. Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks there for all of your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management voted number one in the People's Choice Awards. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. 
The Penn State Nittany Lions on tap today. They've won eight in a row. The only time the Illini will match up with them in the regular season today. Welcome back, everybody. Scott Beatty here along with Lauren Tate. This game tips at 5.30. And out in Happy Valley, University Park, State College, you get all three sometimes when you're out there. I don't know, wherever they are. It's uh, Doug Altenberger who will be on the call. Brian Barnhart uh, there as well. And, Doug, good afternoon to you. And, well, this has become a a tough matchup in the last few years for the Illini, hasn't it? It sure has. Uh, You know, Penn State's had our number. And uh, they've, uh, you know, Pat Chambers plays the, you know, the the style that they play. And uh, there's certain teams uh, you just you feel comfortable playing against. And it appears that uh, the Nittany Lions – like to play against uh, our team, and uh, we've got to figure a way how to w- get a W on the road here. And this is a, this isn't going to be your normal arena. Brian and I were talking about this place will be cranked up, and uh, they're ranked ninth in the country, and uh, it's, it's, it'll, it'll be rocking for sure. I hear those rims uh, crackling right now. Any any Io DeSumo sighting yet? Well, I'll leave that to uh, Brian here. He, he was doing a little scoop there. <laughs> <laughs> the creamery well, he's scoop? <laughs> he's, he's not out there shooting at the moment, but that's several other guys aren't either. So uh, they're in the process. They had to go through security when we got off the bus and went through security, and uh, Io's bag was there, but he forgot it. <laughs> so the manager was going to get it for him. So, But, no, he's been, he's been working out. Uh, was it the shoot-around today? Uh, and I know I talked to Brad a little bit ago, and he said if, if he if he feels right, there, it is truly going to be a game-time decision. But if he responds well to all of that, then he'll probably be in there. Yeah, so I we, think we, that's kind of where we are. We need to light a candle. <laughs> <laughs> Would you expect this to be more like uh, coming off the bench for short, short spurts or uh, as opposed to a lengthy play? I mean, if he's ready to go, I think they're going to they're gonna play him. I mean, uh I mean, he he you know he looks good in practice, and uh, but again, it's a game time decision, the soreness and what's going on. Those are things that we don't know. Doug, what do you make of uh, the Brad Underwood and, and Trent Frazier yesterday? Both saying they want the defense to be better than than what it's been lately, and yet you look at this team and say defense is kind of the strength. It's been the offense that's been absent for so much. Well, the area that uh, uh, I'm talking to Brad is he's disappointed is uh, their three-point po- three uh, field goal defense. Uh, teams are getting better looks. Uh, when they had their uh, you know, winning streak, they were really shutting down the threes. Uh, you know, teams weren't even taking, weren't even taking that many attempts. Uh, and, uh, you know, we had some breakdowns, and I think that's the area with that last two to three minutes. You can go back to the Michigan State and then uh, against Rutgers on the road and uh, we just completely broke down there in the last few minutes. So we, we just need to, you know, what we really need to do is, is play better over 40 minutes. I was talking to Brian after that Rutgers game. We just can't afford to, you know, uh, play a bad first half against Maryland and come out flat against uh, uh, Michigan State. And then, you know, the last 10 minutes, you know, we're, we're within one point And, uh, you know, we, we didn't play well the last 10 minutes. So we, we just need to be more consistent and uh, play with uh, over that whole 40 minutes and and really stick with the details and, and you know our, our wing position you know with Io out uh, was really a disaster to me to be honest with you looking at the tape uh, our guys didn't play well uh, and uh, you know that's why Harper went off for big numbers. Yeah and you have to play well tonight at the four spot defensively because Lamar Stevens has really hurt Illinois mm-hmm. the last couple of years. 
Yeah, he's he's you know a player of the year type of guy for them. And I, I, I tell you, who looked really good in the shoot around um, was uh, Georgie. He he, uh, he they you know they had him matched up on Nichols uh, playing that four spot. Uh, he's got some length. I mean, I I, I really look like. It was a good idea to bench uh, Georgie to say, okay, you know, take a step back. You need to get back to the basics. Uh, and uh, I think that's what he needed. And, and uh, he, he, in, all, in practice, he looked just terrific. So, you know, as Coach says, you, you know, you play the way you practice. And uh, hopefully that, that'll correlate today, uh, tonight in the game. All right, Doug. Well, I know you practice well, so we'll <laughs> look forward to your game time performance. Same for you, Brian. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Go line. Yeah. We'll have our keys to the game coming up. And, Lauren, one thought. I remember early on, uh, before the season started, Brad Underwood had said that he thought Penn State was uh, lookout. He thought they were better than what people were giving them credit for in the beginning of the season. And here they are, top ten. It's the old story. When you keep really good players around for four years, Mm -hmm. you got Watkins and Stevens, and they're the one-two punch. They've got more than those two, but those are the leaders particularly around the boards, they're really, Watkins is, and you mentioned, leading the nation in in block shots, huh? Mm -hmm. We'll do our keys in a moment. There are certain guys you can play great defense on, and they make shots. He's one of them. And he does it at an elite level. You've got to take away his easy points. Um, You've got to take away his offensive rebound putbacks. You've got to take away his uh, uncontested uh, threes in transition. You've got to take those things away and then make him shoot uh, hard shots knowing he's going to make some. And, uh, you know, that's what really good players do. That's what next level guys do. And, you know, he's been that for his whole career at, at Penn State. That's Brad Underwood talking about Lamar Stevens, the best player in Penn State and one of the best in the league. And the Illini trying to upend the number nine ranked Nittany Lions and stop a four game losing streak. Scott Beatty and Lauren Tate with you. Our keys to the game now are brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Champagne, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert steers you in the right direction. A whole team of them takes you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Well, Lauren Tate, how do the Illini finally get back in the W column well, on the road against a really good team? Real simple. they got to make shots. I mean, you can't, they're going to get some three-point shots. They're going to find a double team. Watkins is going to get help in there against Kofi. He's going to try to get the ball into him, and when he gets it, he's got to beat it back out if he doesn't have a shot, and they've got to make shots. And if you're going to shoot 30% from the three-point line, you're not going to win. And so that's all there is to it. They're not going to win. Need some production out of the four? Needs some, yep. uh, avoid the foul trouble. Uh, and Kofi needs to have two really good halves. I don't think uh, just one half like he had at Rutgers, I don't think that'll cut it here again again either. He played great. He played great against Rutgers in that first half. And then they kind of diminished him, muted him a bit, and off they went And with Ron Harper Jr. Well, we've seen a lot of upsets this season. In fact, last weekend, I know that eight of the top 25 teams lost. Eight of the top 25. That's why... Penn State's shot up so far. Mm-hmm. They're all the way up to, what, nine now? Yeah. Well, they shot up because all those other teams were losing, a lot of those teams in that range. And so upsets are possible. It can happen for sure. Thanks, Lauren. Appreciate it. We'll do our Coach's Corner in a moment. Chin Coleman with Brian Barnhart after this. Time now for the Coach's Corner here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. 
Brian Barnard talking with Chin Coleman, who has the scout today. The conversation brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. And Clark Lindsay. Brian is with Chin Coleman. Two East Coast road trips, two good teams. As we go at it again with Penn State, I know talking to Coach earlier, not only are they the hottest team, one of two in this league, but maybe in the country, the way they're playing. Yeah, they're playing really good right now. They're playing um, quite free, and and with that freedom, um, they're playing confidently, and it's really like summertime basketball for them right now, and they're just clicking. And what's the difference from... uh, this win streak and prior to this win streak, it's just that guys are making shots and they're in a good groove right now, shooting the basketball, and they're riding that momentum right now. So good for Penn State. Yeah, and they've played well on the road. I think they've through road games and they've held home court, and that's how you win in this league. Absolutely. I mean, uh, holding home court and winning on the road is uh, why they are uh, at the top of the league and why they're in top 10 in the country at this point. Um, they got a good thing going, they're doing pretty good. Um, and uh, for us is uh, finding our, our way back to who we be. And that's kind of what we've kind of focused on here the last couple of days is finding our way back to who we be and what we were doing when we had the same kind of winning streak that they had, some of the things that we were doing. And I think that uh, we got away from some of those things. And, and you know, good thing about it is it's a long season. And if we get back to some of those things, then we'll be getting back into our groove before a Big Ten tournament and so on and so forth. Yeah, it's one of those things, too, where it's a long season. You, you can have times, a stretch like we're having a little bit now. And I guess how you respond to it, how you fight through it is important. Yeah, I think um, almost every team in our league has had a stretch like this. It's a brutal league. Even Penn State, who's on a heater right now, but prior to this heater, they lost like three or four in a row as well. And so uh, it happens, and I think it's not about uh, getting hit. It's how many hits you can take and keep pushing forward. Um, Obviously, they took some hits and then they pushed forward. And so we're at that same same point in our our season right now where we've taken some hits, but we gotta take those hits and and and, and keep pushing forward. And and how you respond from those hits, I think, is the most important thing. Yeah. And we're gonna see how we respond tonight. Offense and defensive principles are the same no matter who's on the floor. But you did with with Io being out the last game. You had to you had different guys playing different minutes, maybe, but still there were some defensive things that you can't have happen, right? Obviously, um, in this league, you can't have a a bunch of mistakes. Um, mistakes get you beat in this league, and um, that's I guess that's with every team. You make a mistake in this league, it's an, mm-hmm. it's going to be a three. It's going to be a layup. It's going to be a dunk. The teams make you pay for making mistakes because that's how intricate and detailed this, these teams are, and the possessions are so important. This is a, this is a two possession league primarily when the, when everybody's on there hitting on all their cylinders. No matter who you play, it's going to be a two possession games. But when you make uh, more mistakes than the other team, then it can get expanded and then you can lose by more than two possessions. But uh, we had some guys that played some um, plus minutes. We had some guys and some lineups out there on the floor that hadn't really played together mm-hmm. um, this year. So that, that kind of caused a little bit of confusion in some of the schematics. But um, now I think that, you know, for the most part, everybody will be in their regular roles for the, mm-hmm. tonight and we'll give ourselves a chance to win. Yeah. All right, we'll talk some more with Chin Coleman about tonight's game with Penn State here in just a moment on the Coach's Corner. It's the Bryce Jordan Center is the scene of tonight's game with Illinois. Chin Coleman has the scout as the Illini take on Penn State. One other note on us, uh, Georgie coming off the bench in that last game. I thought he just, the body language was good, I thought. I thought he looked relaxed and uh, played uh, within himself, I thought. Oh, yeah, I think he gave himself uh, an opportunity to, to take some of the pressure off and, and, and sit back and absorb things and kind of 
uh, take some of the angst off, and 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 he did a good job coming um, off the bench in that game. Uh, I'm not sure how long that'll last. I think that uh, we need Georgie. We need Georgie to play well for us, and and, and I think that he will. I think mm-hmm. Georgie' uh, spirit is in the right place, and his mind is right, so his game will continue to be right. And once he's get to that point, which is again, there's a lot of season left, and and we think and we know that George is going to contribute and help us be the best team we can be. But him coming off of the bench in that game probably gave him a different viewpoint, mm-hmm. um, so to speak, and 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 so he can see things and absorb and and then kind of you know calculate a little bit more and then come out and, and play a free game. So as you uh, diagram yourself up for playing Penn State tonight, what are a couple of things you need to do defensively against the Stevens uh, with Watkins and so forth? You definitely can't flinch and uh, because they're an aggressive team. And if you flinch, um, they'll capitalize on that. So you can't flinch. you got to, you know, it's that saying that when a lion looks you in the face, you got to look him right back in the eye. And so uh, they're going to look us in the face tonight. We're going to look him right back in the eye, and we're going to go toe-to-toe with them. We're definitely not going to flinch. we got to take care of the basketball. we got to control tempo because they feast off of turnovers and tips and deflections and hustle plays and 50-50 plays and all that. They can't be the only team that is scrapping tonight. We're going to have to scrap with them, too, and uh, we'll, we'll get our opportunities on the offensive end, and our players got to make plays. We're going to get open looks and we got to make them but then we got to also score early and then obviously we got to make them defend and score late um they're not the best defensive team they are in the high alert in the first 10 seconds of the shot clock and as the passes go uh we continue to pass the ball get it from side to side and to the money side their defense weakens a little bit so we got to make them work on the defensive end got to take care of the basketball and then we got to obviously get back to doing what we do and being who we are Mm -hmm. They also, like Rutgers, can block shots. Uh, Watkins is pretty elite at that, isn't he? Yeah, um, at one point he was Defensive Player of the Year in the Big Ten, so he's, he's still a, a, a really good player for them. And he comes off the bench and he gives them a whole different look on the defensive end when he comes in the game. Their power screen coverage changes when he comes in the game. they got a rim protector. So um, we're prepared for, for both five-man. Harar has a difference, and he, they're both different from each other. So we kind of put in a package that can attack Harar and a package that attacks um, Watkins when he's in the game. The other thing that they're doing a really good job of is shooting the three. They're shooting a ton of threes now, which they weren't. Um, known as a as a three-point shooting team but with that confidence and that freedom mm-hmm. and that summertime like basketball you know everybody's making shots so we got to make sure we guard the three-point line take care of the basketball control the tempo and just get back to being who we be mm-hmm. and I don't want to <laughs> give you too much but no, we no, know no. who that is and yeah. who we are and we got to get back to that and so oh, that's absolutely. something that we're focusing on absolutely it's always a process and I know as coaches in the fraternity you're in there's appreciation for the process Penn State has been through that with with coach chambers they were patient they've worked their way they had some down years some tough years and yet here they are competing for the title yeah um, I think that uh, they stayed the course and um Good, uh, I think good for the university for sticking with Pat Chambers. He's a good coach, and obviously I'm sure they're appreciative for, for having the, the stick-to-itiveness to stay with him, and he's, he's paying dividends for him right now with how this program is playing, and, you know, hopefully they won't, they'll have a hiccup tonight because we're coming to win. Like, I yeah. uh, appreciate them, hats off to what they're doing, but uh, we're coming to win the basketball game, and, and, and we feel good with our plan, and we feel like we're going to give ourselves a chance to win. All right. All right. Thank you, Coach. Good luck. Thank you. 
And the coach's corner from Hickory Point Bank and Clark Lindsay Village. More in a moment from Penn State on News Talk 1400 WDWS Champaign-Urbana and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana.